Happy New Year. 2023 is upon us. We're actually a couple days late. But that's all right. Happy January 3rd. Maybe it doesn't have quite the same buzz to it, but it is what it is. We're here with you for the next couple of hours on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. All up and down your radio dial and also streaming online at 953theticket.com. We will continue in the year ahead to nag you about downloading the TuneIn app. Uh, you can do that, get that saved to your smartphone, and then just search for KDA. And of course, you can take us with you on the go. If you want to shout at us, uh, that's also easy enough. Give us a ring on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications at 870-930-3776. You can also reach out on social media, facebook.com slash theticketradio. And on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag for today's KavanaughCars.com question is WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Alex Galbraith. Hey, happy Tuesday, everybody, and happy new year. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know what day it is. We'll figure that out as we go along here, <laughs> but uh, that is all right. I know it says January 3rd, but it's going to be a Tuesday that feels like a Monday. Uh, then hopefully we can just eventually, sooner or later this week, get to a Friday that feels like a Friday. But several things to get through between now and then we'll start with some headlines before we throw today's question your way uh you heard some snippets of it there before the show intro but uh not a good end to 2022 for arkansas state basketball as the red wolves closed out the year with a pair of setbacks playing in jonesboro the men's team saw its four-game win streak snapped in an 84-72 loss to ulm on saturday four red wolves finishing in double figures in that one omar el sheik with 18 points in a season, tying 15 rebounds, Caleb Fields also added in 11 points as he became the 30th player in program history to post at least 1,000 points in his career. A-State is now 9-6 and six overall. The Red Wolves 1-1 one one in Sunbelt play. Meanwhile, the A-State women's basketball team lost at Georgia Southern Saturday by the final score of 99-86 to despite five Red Wolves. Finishing in double figures, Lauren Pendleton scoring a uh, excuse me season high, twenty four points. Jade Upshaw adding a career high, twenty points off of the bench. Another basketball news: NEA tournament of finals are set. That's going to tip off tomorrow at First National Bank Arena and right here on the ticket. It's been fun to keep tabs on this, these teams as they've made it thus far. Uh, but four games, of course, on the slate for tomorrow. Very, very first final tipping off at 4 o'clock. It's the Division One Girls Championship between Sloan Hendricks and Rivercrest. The D2 Girls Championship will follow at 5.30. Brooklyn and Nettleton, uh, the teams facing off in that one. At 7 o'clock, it switches to boys' action. The Division One Championship will be between EPC and Walnut Ridge. And assuming everything stays on pace, 8.30 is when Brooklyn and Forest City will tip off in the Division II Boys Championship. Again, full coverage of all of these games airing for you here on the Ticket Radio Network. Looking forward to the finals tomorrow. Uh, in terms of today's com question, sometimes on the show we joke about manifesting things or speaking it into existence, but uh, that's kind of the direction we're going today. If you can speak one thing into existence for your team in 2023, if you could just say it and it would magically happen, what would it be? And that is our... KavanaughCars.com question. I think if you polled just sports fans in general, not necessarily what they would want for their team, but just one big thing uh, that anybody and everybody would want to see right now, it would be a a clean bill of health and a full recovery for 
Damar Hamlin, and that's whether you're a Bills fan or an NFL fan or a fan of anything. That's just from a, a human being perspective. Uh, we saw, of course, a, a terrifying scene last night in, in Bills and Bengals as Damar Hamlin made what really looked to be a routine tackle of T. Higgins and popped back up immediately after that that tackle. And he was up on his feet for about a second and a half and immediately fell back to the ground uh, where CPR, uh, defibrillator was brought out and they had to work on him for quite a while before they were able to get him into the ambulance and then into the medical facility there in, in Cincinnati. Uh, just incredibly, incredibly scary. He is currently still in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital. And the updates since that happened last night have been few and far between and, and honestly not really full of a, a ton of information as it appears that there's still going to be a significant struggle ahead of, of DeMar Hamlin. The latest note put out uh, was from a little bit over an hour ago. Uh, a post or a message, a release, whatever you want to call it, from the family of DeMar Hamlin saying, quote, On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided, who have provided exceptional care to DeMar, we feel so blessed to be a part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion means the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family, end quote. Again, just uh, scary things happen on a football field, but that is, unfortunately, last night was about the peak of that. And... A scary, scary uh, situation that that unfolded. There's still so much that that is unknown, even even today, even all of these hours later. But we saw as it unfolded, um, the responders that were out there helping, the trainers that were out there helping. We saw several images of the players uh, after the fact that huddled, pray for Hamlin. Players in tears. Um, and after that, of course, a few press conferences by the NFL and, and others following the game. It was at 7.55 our time that the injury occurred. It was another 23 minutes later that the game was announced as suspended, which is not what originally happened. Originally, uh, the players and coaches were told they would have five minutes to warm up before action would resume, which that was nipped in the bud quickly. The ambulance was on the scene until 8.25 after that, that they had uh, Hamlet stabilized and, and went to the UC Medical Center. And then it was at 9.01, um, an hour and six minutes after the initial injury, that the game was actually postponed. Um, it was a surreal situation to, to watch from the, the couch at my house. And I can't imagine what it was like there in, in Cincinnati and, and cannot even begin to put my mind um, to figure out, you know, what was going on in the minds of, of players, coaches, and people on site, and, and goodness gracious, DeMar's mom and, and family and everybody else who watched last night's events unfold. What we do know 
at, at this point in time, of course, is the timeline of last night, which we just went through. Uh, we know the the hospital that he was taken to, which is a level one trauma facility. Um, those are those are the big deal hospitals. Basically, they always have a ton of specialists. They have a ton of support. They are ready for anything and everything that that could possibly happen. So he was taken to a great medical facility. We know he's had the support of of fans um, across the country, of of players, teammates across the country, coaches. Uh, and, of course, uh, fans from, from every fan base, as well as the support of his family. And we also know that the game will not be played this week. As shortly after the news was announced that it was uh, postponed, we also started seeing information that Buffalo was going to be flying back that night, with the exception of some players who had decided to stay there and continue to be by their teammate's side, like Stephon Diggs. So, again, right now, the amount of information that we actually have continues to be very, very limited. What we do not know today is, is what happened other than, than cardiac arrest. So anything you're, you're reading health-wise, even if it is from, you know, a, a doctor on social media who looks like they have all of the bona fides, keep in mind that everything else is speculation, with the exception of the fact that it, it was known to be a cardiac arrest event. So we're not going to throw too much of our own speculation out out there because clearly I am, uh, look, I talk into a microphone. I have, I have zero medical training or, or knowledge or know-how, especially when it comes to our, our cardiovascular system. Uh, I just, I, I know the heart is a big deal and that's about all I got. You know, I've never taken a medical class or anything like that. So um, we're not going to throw too much speculation out there, but we'll continue to talk about you know, everything that unfolded last night. And if there's any updates over the course of the next couple of hours, we will pass that along as well. But again, our CavanaughCars.com uh, question here. As we get started today, if you, could, if you could speak one thing into existence for your team in this upcoming year, what would it be? We need to go ahead and step aside and take our first break of this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interior. So we'll do so. Be back right after this here on The Ticket. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It's a new year, so time for a new you. Get your phone looking like new at Cell Phone Station, the home of the 20-minute iPhone screen repair. And then keep it new with any of their phone accessories that are always buy one, get one free. Drop in Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in the Highlands Shopping Center. Ask about their engraving and embroidery service. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. At Glen Sane, we're excited about the new year. We look forward to serving our customers in sales and service in 2023. Our family's been in business since 1954, and we want to thank you for many years of support. On behalf of the Glen Sane family of dealerships, we want to wish you a safe, healthy, and happy new year. Glen Sane, and God bless our troops.
arrive in style in a Crown Limousine. Whether it's a birthday, anniversary, prom, wedding, concert, any special occasion. At Crown Limousine, we do all the driving. You have all the fun. Book our 14-passenger Hummer or 10-passenger Lincoln now at crownlimo1.com or 870-215-0077. Crown What's one of your favorite memories? Hmm, let's see. Well, there was this one time I went snorkeling in the Caribbean when I was a kid. It really just blew my mind. I mean, when you're sitting on the beach, it's so peaceful, and you sort of forget there's a whole other world under there, just full of all kinds of life. We saw the most beautiful corals. I remember thinking they were waving at us as they moved with the ocean. And then there were all these amazing fish. They kind of reminded me of tropical birds. They were so bright and colorful, just darting all over the place like birds in the sky. I'll never forget it. It completely changed the way I look at the ocean. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. A hundred years ago, there were a hundred thousand tigers in the wild. Today, there are as few as 3,200. The Earth's wild animals can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, our new hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, Kara and Alex. Hanging out with you to get the week started. By the way, coming up, I, I should have mentioned this in the intro, but obviously as much time as we've had off lately, I'm just uh, I'm a little bit rusty, a little bit uh, out of practice, but we do have a guest today coming up in the one o'clock hour. That's going to be voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, of course. For years, he's joined us at Tuesday at at one thirty. So you'd think I'd be able to remember that, but uh, I, I I think my brain thinks it's Monday. So I apologize for not throwing that out there right at the beginning of the show. Uh, but uh, he'll join us at one one thirty and get us caught up on all things Red Wolves. We'll talk some hoops with you uh, coming up actually in the next segment for Arkansas State, recapping the weekend that was for the Red Wolves. It was uh, I might be stalling just a little bit because it was not a great weekend with a state going zero and two on Saturday, but again, more on that in, in just a little bit. Our KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, if you could speak one thing into existence for your team, 
in 2023, what would it be? I have a couple of of A-State related answers that we'll get to in just a moment. But uh, I know a lot of folks right now, if you're just joining us, we've been getting caught up with with any news uh, regarding DeMar Hamlin uh, following his collapse last night uh, during Bill's Bengals. And and unfortunately, there's just not really any news. Uh, Nothing that by this point in time you, you haven't seen in terms of a report on his health or an update. And that's good or bad or anything, unfortunately. Just still very, very quiet at at this point in time. The NFL has been, you know, kind of raked over the coals a lot in the last 24 hours. And rightfully so, in in my opinion. I just, it, it is still wild to think last night as that was all unfolding that the first initial reaction was, all right, we've, we've got DeMar uh, revived and loaded into the hospital. So let's take five and then we'll resume this game. I just can't imagine. I mean, I was dumbfounded as a fan. And again, I can't even imagine the, the headspace that those players and those coaches that were on the field were in last night following th- that situation. Of course, the NFL has, has came out since then and said, oh, you know, the last thing we were thinking about was resuming the game. But yet, that was something that Jack Buck had said on air, Joe Buck, excuse me, had said on air uh, multiple different times. And, and he's... He's been at this a long time. He's a pro. He's not making things up and, and pulling them out of thin air. It just seemed like it was it was misstep after misstep from the league. And I get that it was a situation that, that nobody had been through before. But at the end of the day, even though we kind of put this in the back of our mind as fans when we're watching these games, the NFL is still, at, at times, it's always a violent sport. And it walks a fine line between terrifying and not terrifying on just about any given day. So the fact that the NFL did not seem to have any plan in place for what would happen with a significant or or life-altering injury is baffling. How they had no protocol set aside. They had the medical protocol, obviously, which, I mean, thank God, again, the, the people who were first on the scene there, the people who administered the CPR and the AED and all of that, wonderful, wonderful. But in terms of how the league would, would handle that, how do you not have that plan you have to have that plan and the NFL did not it was caught off guard and multiple reports have said the NFL wanted the game to go on and the coaches and the players just said no primarily the coaches who were there for their guys protecting their guys and 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 made sure those guys didn't go through a situation which probably would have led to to more injury although nothing is as serious as Hamlin uh experienced of course because you know that uh if if those players had returned to the field, I mean, goodness, football would be the last thing on their minds. How do you stay safe in a situation like that? Um, the fact that it took the NFL an hour, an hour and six minutes to get to that decision was shameful. And the fact that there was not a plan was embarrassing. There has to be one going forward. Of the league it has learned from this because they came across as, Roger Goodell came across as a little bit soulless and ghoulish last night. Of course, he was far from the only one, but we'll talk more on that in just a little bit. Circling back around to today's KavanaughCars.com question. Again, we're asking you today if you could if you could speak one thing into existence for your team in, in 2023, what would it be? There's a lot that, that A-State needs in 2023, but the biggest thing is just primarily success across the board. 2022 and somewhat of 2021 as well, th- those were... Those were lean years. I know last season, in terms of football, in terms of men's and women's basketball, in terms of 
baseball. I mean, we spent a far, far, far more significant amount of time on this show recapping losses than wins. And I'm trying to think of the last, you know, high-profile win we've gotten to talk about on this show. And and that's across any sport. I mean, was that was that the win at Kansas State in in 2020? There have just got to be some wins somewhere uh, along the way in in this year. I a state really needs to to make it to a bowl game this year. And and if success in in a bowl game doesn't happen, you know this program is in deep deep trouble. If I'm making out a a list here, though I'm also adding a collective to that list. One that is publicly discussed and talked about, not privately theorized. But one that fans can click on a link and say, all right, you know what, I've got an extra $10 in my bank account. I want to see it go to a player today. That information has to be out there. It has to be accessible. And it has to be able to support these student-athletes. Um it, it's still hard to picture what, what college athletics is going to continue to look like moving forward. You know, will will we have another year of seismic change on the horizon this year or next year? I mean, everything over the past couple of years just seems like it has been boom, 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 boom. From, from portal to NIL to realignment to expansion. All of that has, has everything is, has hit his fans so quickly and, and back to back to back to back. You hope that maybe 2023 is a year where everybody gets to catch their breath just a little bit, but you also need to continue to to look forward big time to the future as well. And you know, I'm ready to hear some plans from from leadership about what 2023 is going to look like for Arkansas State Athletics. The goals are, aside from just hey, let's get some wins, which of course is the biggest and the the ultimate goal. But I'm ready to look forward to, to the year ahead and hope that there's going to be some positive things that are there on the horizon. I know I know some of you, um, if you could answer this question today, or if you are answering this question today, um, you might want coaching change at some spots. And I'm not going to argue with your opinions, but I will just say that fire everybody is not a building strategy. <laughs> it's It's a strategy for change. And sometimes change is needed. But it's not a building strategy. And there have to be other things out there discussed publicly that, that fans can know this program is building. Uh, because, again, the, the lack of success lately has been, has been tough to deal with for the fans. And we see that in terms of lack of attendance, lack of donations, and, and other things that ultimately hurt programs. That are trying to take steps forward. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Again, if you could speak one thing into existence for your team in twenty twenty three, what would it be? And by the way, your team certainly uh, it could be any one of your teams. Certainly, this question is not just strictly for the A State faithful. Although I did, of course. Just throw out a couple of A-State answers. A uh, tweet coming in here from 
the bills, although it is kind of more more of the same uh, in terms of an update on Damar Hamlin. And this actually, uh, this is brand new uh, in terms of a statement coming in without coming in within the past minute. But the Bills tweeting out, quote, Damar Hamlin spent last night in the intensive care unit and remains there today in critical condition in the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. We are grateful and thankful for the outpouring of support we have received thus far. End quote. So again, the the updates, the things that, you know, so many of us are, are hoping for, the positive updates are unfortunately not really out there yet. Just that he is continuing to recover, continues to remain in, in critical condition. But thankfully he is at, again, a, a wonderful facility by all accounts. So just continue to offer up prayers and we will continue to post updates as or talk about updates as we see them posted. 9303776 is the number to call, but I tell you what, we'll have our phone lines open during the break. We need to go ahead and step aside and take another one of those. When we come back, we'll get caught up on what happened on the court for Arkansas State over the weekend. Although, again, it was a couple of setbacks. We'll look more at them right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. New homeowners across the region continue to be thrilled with just how easy their home buying process was made thanks to the folks at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Joe had to say. Mary and her team at First Financial Mortgage were excellent. I never had any worries, even with all my many questions. They guided me in the best way and made my worries disappear. Professional, kind, and considerate. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935 7808 First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hi there. This is Tara and Henry Ford here from Harris Ford. You know, things have changed in the auto retail business. Here at Harris Ford, we are doing our best to make those changes for the better. Come and experience a better way to buy your next ride. At Harris Ford, we add to our inventory daily to make sure you have the selection you want. See our catalog of vehicles at harris-ford.com. Or, even better, come give one a test drive. President's Award Service is what we offer at Harris Ford. Exit 85 off 67 in Newport. This is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for fall and winter? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $54 for 54 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, a Google guaranteed HVAC company, 870-336-2023. Or visit us at Moore AC. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. March corn at 670 and a half, down eight. May down eight and a half at 669 and a half. January soybeans at 1490, down 29 and a quarter. March down 30 and three quarters at 1493 and a quarter. March wheat at 771 and a half, down 20 and a half. May down 20 and a quarter at 778 and a half. March cotton at 8703, down 30. May down 33 at 8312. January rice at 1797, down eight. March up five at 1844. 
In the livestock complex, February live cattle at 156.88, down 103. April down 85 at 160.95. January feeder cattle at 182.60, down 110. March down 158 at 184.65. And February lean hogs at 84.90, down 280. April down 213 at 93.18. That's your noon farm market report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's no doubt about it. Being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. Hey guys, it's me, Isabella Gomez, filling in for Smokey Bear because he's got more to say than just... Only you can prevent wildfires. Like, if you're outside enjoying a barbecue, don't let a hamburger distract you from fire safety. Make sure you aren't dumping your hot coals or ashes onto the ground because that could start a wildfire. So take wildfire prevention seriously and let's save the world one day at a time. Juntos con Smokey Bear, podemos hacerlo. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex here with you this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. If you need a reset for your office, you can reach out to them at 870-972-0180. Again, that is 972 uh, here in just a moment, we'll get caught up on some A-State hoops. And, of course, an hour from now, we'll get the in-depth report from Voice of the Red Bulls, Matt Stoltz, when he joins us in studio. But uh, continuing to see some news from the NFL and, and do want to pass that along. The NFL is actually, they put out just in the last few minutes an update on the actual football side of, of all of this uh, following DeMar Hamlin's uh, medical emergency last night. Um, which, of course, the, the football perspective is, is the least important thing. Uh, but there is that is an aspect of it, of the situation, of course, uh, as well. Uh, just a few minutes ago, NFL, through their PR, putting out, quote, the NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organizations and the NFL Players Association after speaking with both teams in the NFLPA leadership, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule. We will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available, end quote. Um, I, I worry about all these guys that are 
going to have to get on the field this week. And again, I mean, just the the thing that, you know, continues to, to stand out about the play from last night is that it just, it it looked so normal. I mean, it's been a long time since ESPN phased out, I guess. They had a segment for a long time called Jacked Up, right? Where they would just go through and look at some of the most bone-crushing tackles from the previous week of play around the league. And this, Hamlin's tackle would not, not have been on that, that list. There was nothing that looked life-changing about it. And it, it certainly was for him. And it probably will be for several players as well. 9303776 is is the number to call. Uh, back to our KavanaughCars.com question. If you could speak one thing into existence for your team in 2023, what would it be? Uh, it would certainly be better results for Arkansas State basketball than we saw on Saturday. Uh, both the men and the women suffering setbacks and, and not having the best of days defensively. And then we'll start with the men's game that was played in Jonesboro, 84-72. to 72. Was the loss there to ULM. And look, ULM just shot lights out. Uh, particularly from three where they were 12-21. And the Red Wolves could not do anything at all to slow down Blackman. And you, you kind of hope that maybe this ULM squad, which is shorthanded, would be a little bit fatigued or worn down after getting a big win a couple nights before. But they were not. They shot 55%. From the floor, they shot 57% from three. They uh, they weren't great from the stripe, but again, if you're making that many three-pointers, you can you can live uh, with some different things there. They forced Arkansas State into, you know, not an insane amount of, of turnovers, but 13. And uh, all in all, just a game where... A-State couldn't hang with the Warhawks. It was 47-36 to at the half. And it never really got super close in the second half. There were times A-State would, would rally and, and cut it down a few points here or there. Only for ULM to make another big bucket and just, just pull away. Uh, so... You got to bounce back from from that one. Individually, you know, Omar El Sheik continues to just do some really great things on on the glass, uh, and he finished with eighteen points, fifteen rebounds, four or five from the stripe, which is also a very important note. Terrence Ford Jr. continues to to play well, fourteen points, three assists, one turnover. Julian Lull had a great first half. I don't know what he ate or drank or listened to before that game but he needs to do that all the time because he was lights out there in the first half and then uh, also Caleb Fields with 11 points he had eight assists as well it was a big day for Fields as he crossed the career 1000 point threshold by the way on Thursday according to A-State men's basketball SID Mark Taylor Fields will become the 22nd player in A-State men's basketball history to play in 100 games. So one of just eight players in all of program history that has 90 or more starts. But again, at the end of the day, it was it was a loss. It snapped four-game win streak for Arkansas State. And they're just 
have to be more wins in 2023. The Red Wolves are still 9-6. and six, But I truly have no idea what to expect in, in Sunbelt Conference play. You know, you go back to the non-conference season. The teams that were supposed to be great were just okay. The teams that were supposed to be very, very bad were not. So to be able to look at all of these teams A-State is going to be facing lately and say, oh, this is definitely an easy win or this is going to be a tough game or whatever, I I can't do that. I can look at records and tell you that next up is a South Alabama squad that's 6-8, and but that's a good team. I tell you the following game after that, A-State's going to face, face Troy. That's a team coached by Scott Cross, who's an excellent coach. Then you get into some games before you wrap up the month of January that are going to be against teams that have double-digit wins. And defensively, you cannot do against those teams what A-State did on Saturday. And part of it was just, you know, I'm getting hot, Blackman getting hot. But still a disappointing way to close out the year. Also disappointing uh, from the women's standpoint as well. As they gave up almost 100 points on the road at Georgia Southern. 99-86 to was the final score there. And I know this team is a little bit shorthanded right now. uh, Without having Izzy Higginbottom out there. But, you know, that is not an excuse for, for the defensive play. Give it up. Almost 100 points in, in conference play is, is absurd. A-State allowed Taryn Ward to go off for 40 points in 34 minutes in that game. Opponents continue to shoot well against Arkansas State from deep. They were 12-28 from three. And... Just kind of did what they wanted to do offensively. It was not a a super slow start for A-State in the the first quarter. They were outscored 22-15, to and after that it was like the track meet was on, and A-State could just never get completely back in it. Cut it down to, you know, six, I think, a couple of times there, maybe in the fourth quarter, but ultimately could not get... Over the hurdle. And had that setback. Lauren Pendleton, you know, played really well in Izzy Higginbottom's absence. She had a great game back on Thursday and then finished with 24 points in in this one Saturday. You know, it was great to see Jade Upshaw get hot off the bench. She was 4-7 from 3 and finished with 20 points. But hopefully this team can just get back and, and get healthy and get complete. And compete a little bit better, and defend a little bit better, because that's the Achilles heel right now for Arkansas State women's basketball. They've got an interesting game coming up on Thursday. Of course, we'll talk more about these on on Thursday, but it's going to be against Troy. Troy does not have necessarily the best schedule or the best record right now in the Sun Belt. They're just 6-7, and but they're a perennial power in this league, and their games are always, always track meets. So we'll see how A-State can hang. Hopefully uh, they'll be a little bit deeper by the time Saturday rolls around and be more competitive in that aspect. Of course, uh, Coach Rogers in her media Zoom today did mention 
that uh, Izzy Higginbottom should be back Thursday after missing the last two games of plantar fasciitis is what she's dealing with. So managing some pain. And we'll cross our fingers that she gets back soon enough. 9303776 is the number to call. Again, we'll talk more about uh, the A-State men coming up at 1.30 when Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will be in studio with us. So we can get his thoughts on that setback, the start of conference play, and what's going to be ahead for the Red Wolves in 2023. But in the meantime, we'll have our phone lines open, and you can weigh in, in fact, during the break. But we need to go ahead and take our last break of this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interior. So we'll step aside and do that and be back to wrap up uh, this hour right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night's Bills-Bengals game was set to be one of the better Monday night matchups of the year. But after a scary injury in the first quarter to Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, football immediately became unimportant as the players stayed on the field for over nine minutes after a reported cardiac arrest. Over the years, it's become very clear that standalone games hold a tremendous amount of power in the NFL. It's hard not to see the NFL struggling with injuries this season and not question what Hamlin's injury will do to the game. But at this moment, football isn't what's important. He's only 24 years of age. As a family and we could see by the reaction from his teammates, he has a lot of people who deeply care about him. We don't have much information on him this morning, but until we get promising news, this isn't time to talk about the effects last night we'll have on the playoffs because at the end of the day, these are people and they deserve to be treated as such, not entertainment. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. We all drive. Sooner or later, we're going to have to replace our tires. I trust the experts at TireRack.com. For over 40 years, they've been revolutionizing tire buying. Go to TireRack.com radio and tell them what you drive. They'll show you tires that are a perfect fit. Not sure where to start? Their easy-to-use tire decision guide shows you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Their extensive selection includes the full lineup of Pirelli P0, Cinturato, and Scorpion tires. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. It's a new year and new deals at Gamble Home. Get up to $1,200 off adjustable sets, plus finance 60 months at 9.99%. Queen mattresses start at $299, and Queen or King Select Choice Hybrid mattresses now $500 off. Bring in the new year with free. Get hot buy items like accessories, art, and more. Buy two, get one free. Buy a motion sofa, love seat, get the recliner free. In stock sets only, starting at 
$14.99. Buy a bedroom suit in stock, any size bed, dresser, chest, get one free nightstand. Sets start at $9.99. All of these offers can be combined except for hot buy items. No sales tax on regular price goods, plus 60 months financing at 9.99% interest. Gamble home in the Farville Curve and in the Uptown Shopping Center. Shop local and give local at Gamble Home. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Almost through with our first hour of today's show. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Phone lines are open at 930-3776. And still plenty of time today to weigh in on our CavanaughCars.com question. If you could kind of speak it into existence. One thing for your team in 2023. What would it be? Weigh in with us on the phones or on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Use the hashtag WDRZ. Uh, coming up in the next hour, again, uh, 1.30 is when we'll talk with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We will also look at so many of the things that, that unfolded over the long New Year's weekend. I mean, goodness gracious, some of the bowl games were, were incredible. We had a great slate of bowl games, uh, particularly on Saturday semifinals. Um, I feel like they underpromised and overdelivered, which is definitely better than the alternative. But again, after last night, it was kind of like everything that had happened in the previous few days was was completely forgotten. After uh, Bills and Bengals and what unfolded there with Demar Hamlin, uh, we've seen several different notes and memos and updates and things like that put out by the NFL. And apparently in just the last few minutes, Commissioner Goodell sent out a memorandum to all of the league executives, presidents, GMs, and head coaches talking about Hamlin's collapse, uh, the situation that unfolded, and what is next. We've already seen the NFL put out a note uh, in this power that the game from last night will not be resumed later this week, but kind of the new information in Goodell's memo that was just released is that 
I guess they're kind of boosting at least information and things about mental health and support services that are available for players and staff. And that there are additional resources available, including on-site services for any club that wanted the assistance. So basically all they have to do for additional assistance is to reach out to their head of player engagement or their team clinician to be able to find out more there. So I am glad to see the NFL stepping up in terms of mental health support over the next few days for their players. Hopefully not for the next few days. I mean, this is for for a while, for as long as the players need it. Uh, There is just so much of it's tough to watch about this, but um, there is the the tiniest, I guess, uh, ray of light or silver lining in this great cloud that we've seen over the past day, and, and that is what has happened and what has been done with Damar Hamlin's fundraiser. Um, a few years back, Hamlin put together a GoFundMe for the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. So it's kind of self-explanatory of what it was. It was it was a toy drive that that Hamlin put together, and initially. The goal was to have a, a toy drive in 2020. It happened on December the, or, yeah, December the 22nd of 2020. And the initial goal was $2,500. Now for that particular toy drive, they actually ended up raising $12,000, which is pretty cool. But, you know, 24 hours ago, before the situation unfolded, uh, that GoFundMe had $12,232 worth of donations. All in all, there had been about 1,100 different donors that raised that amount of money. And that that GoFundMe is significantly risen since last night. There have now been over 160,000 people who have donated and they have raised over $4.3 million at this point in time. Uh, that is, they posted uh, an update since last night saying that the fundraiser was initially established to support the toy drive. However, it has received renewed support in the light of last night events. The foundation supports toy drives, back-to-school drives, kids' camps, and more. And that is uh, $4.3 million is is a lot of toys. We've learned a lot more about DeMar Hamlin since last night. You know, there's a player I was unfamiliar with. You know, I'm not not a Bills fan. I'm, I'm not a Pitt fan where he went to school. So I didn't really know anything about the young man prior to yesterday. But by all accounts, he's a pretty, pretty good human. In fact, there are people at Arkansas State who, who have ties to Hamlin, who have spoken out on his character. Although I haven't seen a statement yet. You know, A-State defensive coordinator Rob Harley was at Pitt during all of 
Hamlin's career. Did see a note posted on social media from A-State Director of Player Personnel Matt Wilson. And uh, just showing some correspondence that he shared with Hamlin over the years. Saying, quote, Damar is one of the best humans I've ever recruited. Two years worth of DMs trying to get him. He got pit and shut it down. Good one. And why you do this. Prayers up, end quote. And toy drives. Hamlin, of course, was posted uh, recently. The reason he went to Pitt is because he had a young, young brother that he wanted to be close to and play his career in front of. Just did what he could to help out where he could. Talking about his brother, quote, I just wanted him to grow up with a role model in life and to give him someone to be able to model himself after. Had some injuries at Pitt, but had his best season in 2020, his senior year, and earned second-team All-ACC honors. And that is when he went ahead and set up that, that toy drive right after his senior season. He was selected eventually in the sixth round of the 2021 draft. And, of course, again, just 24 years old. Hasn't been with the Bills very long, but he has seen action in 29 games, including 13 starts. But, again, that GoFundMe is continuing to increase. In fact, in just the short amount of time since we've been talking about it, which has been, what, three minutes? Another $10,000 worth of donations have came in. So that is, again, the the only positive out of this situation. But it is a big one, and that uh, that's going to impact a lot of lives, no doubt, moving forward. When we come back in Hour 2, we'll recap more of what happened over the course of the weekend. There's some bowl talk to get into, some semifinals to get into, some more A-State talk to get into as well. As, again, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will join us at one thirty. But we'll also have plenty of opportunities for you to weigh in with us on the phones in the second hour of the program. We'll see some other stuff that's going on out there. You know, Grizzlies had a big weekend. A lot of stuff happened in the NBA last night. So we'll see how much of that we can get to when we come back in the second hour of the program. Alex, thanks for our wait. Are you are you here? Are you leaving? What are you I think I'm gone this time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we will we will Say goodbye to Alex, and I don't want to say hope if we mean it, because of course we'd love for you to stick around. But yeah, yeah, you know, it, yeah. Last week was confusing. I'll be back tomorrow, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for your help. That wraps up uh, this new hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. More of the Wednesday Red Zone on the way, though. Keep it here with us on the ticket.
This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. A rough end to 2022 for the Gay State basketball teams on Saturday afternoon. The men falling at home to ULM 84-72. Omar El Sheik had 18 points and 15 rebounds. Caleb Fields surpassed the 1,000-point mark in his A-State career, scoring 11 points in the ball game. The A-State women lost at Georgia Southern 99-86 despite five players in double figures. Both teams back in conference action on Thursday. The women at home against Troy, the men at South Alabama. The Arkansas men dropped from 9th to 13th in this week's AP rankings that came out yesterday, while the women, despite going 1-1 one one last week, fell out of the AP women's top 25. And there's college basketball coming up this evening here on the Chicken Radio Network. It's big 12 action from North Texas as the Texas Tech Red Raiders host the Kansas Jayhawks. Pre-game coverage at 745. Giving you the best deal on tires for 60 years. That's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragon. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 Pizza on Race Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. What is ham radio? It's the most fun you can have with a radio. It's a way to talk to people around the world or even orbiting the world. To send email without internet connection, to experiment with electronics or computerized digital communications, to see how many countries you can contact in just one weekend, or just open the door to new friendships through the more than 2,000 amateur radio clubs throughout the country. Want to join us? Go to www.emergencyradio.org. We're the ARRL. We'll show you how. www.emergencyradio.org. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com 
and let's go flying. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Back into the routine here on the Workday Red Zone. There was, uh, look, I, I had a, a lot of downtime over the past week and a half. Had a lot of conversations with the dogs. I'm not used to really being, you know, articulate <laughs> over the past several days. Of course, we were with you on, on Friday, no, Thursday, no, Friday. We are with you on Friday. But prior to that, the last time we had talked to you was all the way back on think December 21st so it's just everything's kind of a blur in there I know I uh, I did some productive things you know I, I put I, I, I did some cleaning to wrap up 2022 start off the year on a positive and organized note there's also a, a whole lot of lazy and a whole lot of football watching which we'll get to in just a moment but do want to welcome in Ryan James to the program it's good to be back were, yeah. were you NEA tournamenting yeah, it, the whole NEA. time yeah. Pretty much that, and uh, just any other A State women's or men's basketball that may come up. A lot of, a lot of basketball. Yeah. So did you did you get much of a Christmas New Year's I'd break? Say so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got got to spend time with friends and family. It was a good time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Just gotta make sure you get. Yeah. You get a few hours away from yeah. this place yeah, every sure. once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan does so much for us. I uh, just gotta make sure. Uh, we will have more NEA tournament action for you tomorrow. Very, very excited that it'll be it'll be finals time. Of course, there are a lot of conversations and, and questions about what would happen there because uh, the entire schedule for the NEA got bumped back due to the fact that you know obviously there was that that significant cold that everybody had to deal with, some ice, some snow, things like that. So there was a game where or a day where games were originally scheduled to be played that they could not be played, therefore pushing the whole schedule back. But able to get in the finals tomorrow and just to refresh on what we're going to be bringing you tomorrow here on the ticket you know at four o'clock uh the slate will start with girls action and it'll be the division one championship between sloan Hendricks and rivercrest at 5 30 uh, it'll switch to division two girls action that's brooklyn and nettleton vying for a title there at seven o'clock that's when the first boys game will be played between EPC and Walnut Ridge to decide the Division One championship. And then the night cap tomorrow, 8.30 for Brooklyn and Forest City for that boys D2 championship. And that will put the bow on the 75th edition of the NEA tournament. So I hope everybody has some standout performances coming up tomorrow. Today's KavanaughCars.com question. If you could speak one thing into existence for your team in 2023, what would what would it be? More wins, and what else? Gotta have something else that goes with that, other than just more wins. Something just a little bit, a little bit more specific. I um, <laughs> would love for the Cardinals to continue spending money, but I don't know 
how much uh, that's going to happen. Still would, would like to see them add some pitching somewhere along in there, but we'll see what the rest of their offseason plans look like. I know some of those plans include the Cardinals Caravan, which is going to be in Jonesboro on Saturday, January the 14th at noon at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. I will say that right now, right now this moment at 104 on January the 3rd, we do not know the attendees, but I would anticipate that news coming out in the next uh, 24-ish or so hours, maybe 48 hours, and, and we should know and be able to talk about it. I'm really looking forward to that announcement. Uh, but, of course, the Cardinals Caravan is, is a great event that we've gotten to be a part of quite a bit over the years here at the Ticket. Uh, didn't have one last year due to the lockout. They were able to have one the year prior. And there's been some great, great players from the Cardinals organization that have made it to Jonesboro over the years. So I would anticipate that continuing in, in 2023. But cannot wait to tell you about it. Almost said 2022. <laughs> how many days? I'm curious. How many days it takes you all to wrap your brain around the fact that the year has has changed so now we do so much stuff online now so much stuff on our phone that the date just automatically changes for you so i mean i don't i don't sit down and just date a lot of things so i'm going to tell you that i've probably got at least at least another week in me of referring to this year that we're currently in as is 2022 which of course is is now incorrect but we will see we'll see how that how long that takes me to get on board uh there was a lot of cool stuff that happened over the weekend over uh new year's one of one of the neat things that that we saw first off the the whole day saturday was amazing but you got to the end of Ohio State and Georgia. And it was it was pretty cool that when Georgia, you know, Georgia leading that game by one point, 42 to 41. And that kick, which was missed by Noah Ruggles, but that, that kick gets kicked at, at 11.59 on the East Coast. And pretty much the game ends exactly at midnight. And it capped off easily easily the best day in college football playoff history we went through on friday just the the slate of what these playoff games had looked like in the past in terms of the fact that you know we had watched 16 playoff games over the years prior to saturday and only three of them had been decided by a touchdown or less of course we were joking on friday you know i just hope i just hope both teams have fun (laughs) I just hope that something, something fun happened, something good happened. These games are both worth watching, and they were they were all of that and more. In fact, uh, again, just did not really expect to be able to see the games that we did. Uh, my predictions were wrong on who who won, which is why once again I do not gamble. But both were high scoring nail biters. And provided all the drama that you could possibly want in a high-stakes environment like like we saw. You go back and you look at the game that unfolded first. TCU coming in as a 7.5-point underdog to a Michigan defense that had allowed an average of 13.4 points per game this season. And it just did not matter. 
came in and just did anything and everything that it wanted to from a offensive standpoint to be able to win that game and then did just enough on defense, particularly at the goal line early, to be able to keep Michigan in check to come out on top. It's all the drama you could possibly have wanted and especially there in the third quarter, which was absolutely bonkers. Early in the game, it didn't look like it was going to be very good, to be honest with you. It was 14 to nothing after the first quarter. And at one point, midway through the second quarter, 21 to 3. Again, over and over and over, TCU was able to put points on the board. And Michigan put some points on the board early, too. But whereas the Horn Frogs were consistently getting in the end zone, Michigan was having to settle early over and over and over for field goals. With 49 seconds left in the third quarter on a Max Duggan touchdown. The Horned Frogs were up 41-22. to But then that's where things really got bonkers. Michigan scored a touchdown with three seconds left in that quarter, scored another touchdown 50 seconds later. And it was it was wild. That was a great, great, great intro to what was going to be a fantastic day. And Ohio State and Georgia just as good. Although I'm guessing the Buckeye faithful probably does not feel that way today. With what has to feel like some missed opportunities there in a 42 to 41 loss. We'll talk later on this week about what the Natty will look like. Of course, that game's not going to be played until Monday. So we've got quite a bit of time to talk about it before now and then. But Georgia does open as a big favorite in that one. 12 and a half points against TCU with that game being played Monday, January the 9th at 6.30. This is a rant for another day in time. But I just... I cannot wrap my head around why all of the college championships are on Mondays. We see that with both March Madness and we see that with the college football playoff as well. Everybody wants to get up in arms about the Super Bowl still being on a Sunday. Get the <laughs> get the college championships away from Monday. That is my only request. So that is uh, that is the latest. Uh, that is not necessarily a rant, just a request, maybe for games in the future. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call here on the Right Fiber Hotline. If you could speak one thing into existence for your team in twenty twenty three, what would it be? Of course, those two games were certainly not the only exciting bowl games that we saw, and we'll talk more about those. Here in just a moment, but we're going to step aside first for a quick break. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, you speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. <laughs> 
All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday. And I got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. It's a new year and new deals at Gamble Home. Get up to $1,200 off adjustable sets, plus finance 60 months at 9.99%. Queen mattresses start at $299, and Queen or King Select Choice hybrid mattresses now $500 off. Bring in the new year with free. Get hot buy items like accessories, art, and more. Buy two, get one free. Buy a motion sofa, love seat, get the recliner free. In stock sets only, starting at $14.99. Buy a bedroom suit in stock, any size bed, dresser, chest, get one free nightstand. Sets start at $9.99. All of these offers can be combined except for hot buy items. No sales tax on regular price goods, plus 60 months financing at 9.99% interest. Gamble home in the Farville Curve and in the Uptown Shopping Center. Shop local and give local at Gamble Home. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hey, it's Matt Stoltz, and recently our house needed a new roof. Roof Raiders met with the insurance adjuster, set up a time to come out, and my entire roof was finished in two days. What I thought might be a huge headache was made remarkably easy by the folks at Roof Raiders. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection, 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. This is the sound of someone correctly installing a car seat. And this is the sound of someone incorrectly installing a car seat. Correctly? Incorrectly. Hear the difference? No? That's because installing a car seat incorrectly is terribly easy. So much so, 75% of adults install them wrong. For simple instructions on how to get it right, visit buckleupforlife.org. Ah, perfectly executed. Brought to you by Labonar Children's Hospital. 
On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Fifteen minutes away from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, as we welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. Phone lines open at 930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees. Plus, you get unlimited data. You can check and see if it is available for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, 9303776. If you can speak one thing into existence for your team in 2023, what would it be? It looks like we're seeing kind of, sort of, a little bit of some 2023 scheduling news come out. There are a couple of Sunbelt football teams that have tweeted out their opponents for the upcoming year. Now, they don't have the full dates and, and things like that. Uh, as best as I know, that's still something that will not be released by the league until March 1st. That's usually the date that is circled on the calendar. However, again, this does have some opponents. So teams are learning, uh, or fans are learning who their teams are playing in terms of a a crossover games. Now, I've not seen A-State in one of these lists yet. So the Red Wolves East division opponents are still TBD, or at least TBA. But we should learn more soon enough. Uh, Before we get into some other bowl conversation still looking at uh, continuing to just to, to constantly search for any news or updates regarding Demar Hamlin uh, because there's still just so little that is known about what happened last night and, and how he's doing today of course the only thing that's known in, in terms of what happened is that he suffered a cardiac arrest episode. Now, I am not at all up to speed on my cardiovascular knowledge. I don't know anything. So I have done, <laughs> and and not for one second am I going to tell you that I have any type of good medical advice for you or, or anything like that today because I absolutely clearly uh, do not. I've done a lot of Googling and clicking and reading over the past 24 hours. But basically, you know, this is this is not a heart attack, is not what he, he went through. Um, to really oversimplify things, a heart attack is an issue with your plumbing. That's, <laughs> you get like a blockage or something like that. A cardiac arrest is an issue with your wiring, with your electrical the things that make your heart continue to beat. A phrase that I've seen a lot over the past 24 hours is commotio cordis. And if you were to ask me what commotio cordis was 24 hours ago, I would have thought it was some kind of bad spell at a Harry Potter movie. Um, but it is not. It is an event in which a blunt, non-penetrating blow to the chest occurs. And then triggers a life-threatening arrhythmia and often sudden death. What is so terrifying about this condition is that it's often seen in, in young, young male athletes. It is a condition where 
more often than not, kids are under 18 years of old, 18 years of age, if they're dealing with this. Um, the average age of individuals that are impacted by this are just 14 years old. And the most frequently affected athletes are actually those participating in, in baseball, softball, hockey, and lacrosse. Just scary, scary, scary stuff. Now, at this point in time, there is no clear information out there as to what type of cardiac arrest event that Hamlin suffered. So it, it might not have been commotio cordis. But that is kind of what is what has been speculated because that's something that has happened in it before in, in some sporting events, including uh hockey. There's a couple of videos that have been going around of hockey players um, having sudden collapses. Jay Bomeister back a couple years ago for the Blues. Chris Pronger several years before that. It is just, again, a, a scary, scary situation that primarily impacts the young. It is not a situation where there is a, a great survival rate. However, in reading some of the articles that I, I've come across over the past, well, this morning, it has been stated that uh, survival rates from this are continuing to increase due to quick response. And, of course, there is not, uh, can't even call it quick last night in terms of medical personnel being able to get to Hamlin. It was immediate, immediately. There was CPR immediately. Uh, there was the defibrillator that was brought out. So hopefully uh, with there being immediate treatment, that bodes well for what will be next for Hamlin. Again, any and all updates today have just continued to state that he is uh, in, in ICU. He's in critical care. And will be continued to look at, uh, looked after at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. 9303776, the number to call. Uh, looking at, you know, some of the things that unfolded since we spoke to you last, prior to last night, of course, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the bowl games that happened over the weekend. Of course, the CFP semifinals were were phenomenal, phen phenomenal games. But I I don't know if anything tops Tulane and USC in terms of just an absolutely crazy ending and a comeback and an upset and and so many of the things unfolding there that that are why we watch as fans, especially why we watch bowl games. When more often than not, I mean, if you're watching more than one bowl game, it, it just doesn't involve your team. Or of course, some teams, if you've got a rooting interest, don't even make it in. So you're watching as a casual fan. And that Cotton Bowl had anything and everything you could possibly want in terms of, of watching a couple teams that you might not necessarily cheer for. 46-45 was the final there, by the way, with Tulane getting the win. But... The Green Wave went out and scored 16 points in the final four minutes. Right after the game was over, Tulane coach Willie Fritz joked that, quote, I might, ha I might have a heart attack is what he said. He was asked what, you know, what happened, and he just had no idea. They had the game-winning touchdown right after they got the ball back following a safety. 
And just a wild, wild stat here that was put out following that one from ESPN Stats and Info. Over the past five seasons, teams had been one and 1,692 when trailing by 15 or more with five minutes or less remaining. The only time in the past five years a, a win like that, a comeback like that had happened was when Texas came back against Texas Tech in 2020. Unreal. Of course, also an unreal turnaround for Tulane, who was 2-10 and ten last season. A nine-win turnaround, which is, of course, clearly the best, and it was a high-pressure, high-stakes game. That was probably my favorite bowl game, all in all. My favorite bowl win, though, of course, would... Uh, I mean, it's it's Mississippi State. I was so glad for those players that they were able to come out on top. I can't imagine what the past month has been like since Mike Leach passed away. Uh, just how do you try and, and wrap your head around what those those players and those other staff members have been through since that all unfolded? So I was very, very glad that they were able to to go out and, and get that win. You know, after the game, players out there with the Mike flag, you know, that had the, the cowbell and the, the Jolly Roger on it. So a very emotional win there for Mississippi State and was very, very glad to see that one as they were able to get a 19-10 winner in the ReliaQuest Bowl. And be able to get just enough offense. Typically, don't think of Mississippi State winning with a, a defensive performance, holding the opponent to 10 points, but they did. They did, and I was certainly glad to see it. A lot of good bowl games that we got to be treated to. And still one more big game left. So let's hope uh, that next Monday's contest delivers. We'll see. We'll see. Um, other college football news and notes to to throw at you. Not necessarily anything that happened on the field, but I did find it was interesting uh, that it was announced sometime in the past couple of days that Grayson McCall would be returning to Coastal Carolina. There were some rumors about him not being eligible at some other places that he was possibly attempting to go. I don't know how much truth there is to that or not. I was a little surprised by this one. I thought he would get a lot of, of bites, I guess you could say, there in the transfer portal. But ultimately did not. And so I'd, I would assume the Shauna Clear faithful are pretty excited about this one. Statistically, he is already one of the best quarterbacks ever in Sunbelt history. And now he's going to add another year to that. As that news came out yesterday that he would be withdrawing from the portal. Uh, but uh, more on that, perhaps, perhaps not. Later on in the show, we do need to step aside for a break because when we come back, we're going to catch up with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. That's on the way next. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation, let Elite check your levels, and if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%, and my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health, 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, and EliteMensHealth.com. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member F. In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year in 2023. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. I'm Rex Nelson. As a native Arkansan, I take pride in our state's natural beauty. And as someone who has been in all 75 counties, I've seen how prevalent litter is across our state. It's time for people to clean up our state for those who live here and to enhance Arkansas's image for those wanting to visit. Let's clean up Arkansas. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to do your part and get involved. This message brought to you by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF, Chloe, was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you in studio. We will also say a hello and happy new year to voice of the Rebels, Matt Stoltz. Happy new year. Did you do anything exciting to celebrate your New Year's Eve? I watched a lot of football yeah. on New Year's Eve. I think I'm not alone in that. But, hey, I was excited. You know, I grew up in the Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. I'd go to TCU basketball camp every year. We'd go to TCU games a little bit over the years. But my dad still lives there. And over the last eight or ten years, he has become, become a TCU super fan. There is not a phone call that we have where – the Horn Frogs are not talked about because, and this goes way back. Yeah. So not a bandwagon. I thing. I never I I never saw it coming when it happened, but he is all in on TCU and has been for a long time. And a few weeks ago on his birthday, I went down and and surprised him and took him to the Big Twelve Championship game, and. It, it was neat to be a part of that atmosphere, but what a run for TCU! Yeah. I I couldn't be happier for uh, for them and you know the kind of job they've done this year. So cool to see them in the national championship. Did you get any hypnotoad gear for your dad? You know I love the hypnotoad. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I it, it, it's really taken off this year. But I remember when we were at the game, uh, the, the Big Twelve championship game, on the Huge screen there at AT&T Stadium. You know, each team had timeouts where they had videos that were pre-recorded, pre-produced. Sure. A lot of the stuff that maybe you'll see on social media and some stuff that is produced for just the game itself. But pretty much any time TCU had that video board, a, a large portion of that timeout was spent with the Hypnotoad on the screen. So that's become a, a pretty cool thing. Definitely a pretty cool thing. Uh, that was a good way to wrap up New Year's Eve. Unfortunately, part of that uh, setback for a state. Yes. Uh, Saturday against against ULM. But I mean, a, a mixed bag on the week. You know, you go and, and get a, a road win uh, to open the slate at ODU. But how would you size up? You know, a state's first couple of games in conference play. Well, it was extremely encouraging uh, starting conference play Thursday at Old Dominion and you know, ODU. I didn't realize just how much support they have for basketball yeah. there. And I was kind of blown away when, when we got there. The facility is very nice. They have a really nice practice facility as well, which is something that you don't see that often in the Sun Belt. But uh, they lead the league in attendance. They average over 5,000 fans a game. They had a great crowd the other night, even though the students weren't there. It was uh, it was a really good atmosphere. and. You know, I thought our guys set the tone from the start. I mean, they came out and held them to 19% shooting in the first half. And, you know, first time an A-State team has held an opponent under 20% in a half since 2014. So I thought that was great. And, uh, you know, just that kind of defensive effort is what I think this team is going to have to bring uh, every game during conference. Um, And hopefully – we're winning a lot of games. When we do win, I think 
we may see some similar scores in that 60 to 57 type range. But um, that was that was a good win. And, hey, you knew Old Dominion was going to make a run at some point. And sure. late in the game, you knew it was coming. And I, I, I thought our guys did a great job at making some big plays when they absolutely had to. Avery Feltz made a huge shot once they got back to within two, put us back up four. And uh, – uh, yeah, just a, a really solid win all around. And then you talk about it being a mixed bag on the week. Saturday with ULM coming in, um, you know, ULM had beat Texas State two days prior, and they shot 29% while winning that game on the road, which kind of is unheard of. But just that said uh, – you know, I don't think anybody expected them to come in and shoot the lights out the other day, and that's exactly what they did. And, you know, uh, yes, the defense could have been better, and Coach Bellotto talked about it during Live with the Red Wolves last night. You know, they made some shots in the second half, but in the first half, our guys could have defended better, and certainly they did defend better the game before against Old Dominion. But, uh, yeah, credit to ULM. They, they hit a, a lot of big shots the other day, and – uh, unfortunately, you know, once we dug that hole in the first half, it was just too much to overcome. One positive that we saw across both games, actually going back a few games as well, has been has been the rebounding of, of Omar El-Sheik. Um, you know that it's going to be impossible for one guy to come in and completely statistically replace what Norshad Omir did uh, scoring-wise mm-hmm. and rebounding-wise, but I'd, I've been – El-Sheik has exceeded my personal expectations. Well, what I like about him is – He's playing really physical right now, and he's getting fouled a lot. And you go back to the last non-conference game against Little Rock, he drew 10 fouls in that game, which is a ton. And yeah. He got to the line a bunch, and you know he finished with 25 and 15, even though he was 3 of 10 from the line in that game. Well, he goes to Old Dominion. He gets fouled eight times in that game. So 18 fouls drawn in a two-game span – and uh, it's been a while since I can remember seeing anything like that. So he And he got to the line a lot in that Old Dominion game, and he was 10 of 14 from the line. So he did a much better job at taking advantage of those opportunities uh, when he did get fouled. But that's what I like about him. I, I like his physicality right now. I think that uh, he's kind of stepped it up in that area uh, since, you know, well, you go back the last three weeks, I think. He, he's played a lot more physical on both ends of the floor, and that's great to see. Talking to the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Uh, cool thing from Saturday, you know, one positive in, in that loss is we saw a historical moment for Caleb Fields. He crosses 1,000 points, and he just, just kind of Mr. Consistent. just keeps on keeping on. Love Caleb Fields. Love his attitude. You know, he's a guy that never gets too high, never gets too low. He's just, uh, he's that kind of leader, uh, has the demeanor you want in a point guard, and uh, really talked about that a lot. And I know you'll get around to the podcast here in a minute, but you know, he's our guest on the podcast this week, which came out today, and uh, really enjoyed that conversation. One thing he talked about was just the team chemistry, and even with the eight newcomers we brought in this season, he said the team chemistry is better than it's ever been as far as these guys hanging out off the floor. He said, you know, that kind of chemistry is starting to translate to what you're seeing on the floor as well. But, yeah, Caleb, what he's doing right now, I mean, he's technically in his junior season still. It's his fourth year, but he got that COVID year yeah. back. And here he is already a 1,000-point scorer and uh, – 
during the Little Rock game, he you know moved from seventh to fourth on the all-time assist list nice. at A-State, which is really impressive. And even Caleb said after the game, you know, uh, he said, I, I don't really pay attention to stats very much, but he said that's really cool. He, he thinks it's, uh, it's pretty neat to be in the top five all-time in assist, and he certainly has a chance to move up that list. I don't see him uh, catching Chico Fletcher or anybody else nobody's, that ever, nobody's gonna ever catch comes Chico. through here. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he definitely could pass Marquise Eaton for third on that list. Uh, by the end of this year and certainly could pass Carl Archer for second by uh, next year sometime. So, yeah, he could, he could uh, leave here as number two all-time in that category. Looking ahead to what's on tap for this week, it's the Alabama road trip. So, South Al and Troy is going to be on the slate. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm just – there was so much – Don't compare schoolers. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> But there was so much roster turn across this, the Sun Belt from last year to this year that I don't know what to expect from from anybody in any game, at least not until probably about midway through the Sun Belt. Yeah, I don't have a clue. I mean, that, I saw what South Alabama did last week. They lost, you know, two road games against the Georgia schools. I don't know what you can take out of that. Yeah. I, I know that uh, they've had a lot of turnover with their roster. You know, that that's kind of par for the course with South Alabama. They seem to be a different-looking team every year mm-hmm. and you know they've hit the portal hard the last couple of years and uh, I you know I'm interested to see uh, how we do we have had success uh, you know if you look at you know, the last 10-12 years or so in Mobile when a lot of teams around the conference have not but uh, hopefully um, hopefully our guys can find a way to at least win one of these games on the road I think that's kind of your mindset anytime you uh, ha, you know, have a conference road swing. You certainly don't want to come out empty, but uh, uh, you know these should be two pretty good task force coming up this week. Uh, I think uh, Troy has shown just through their schedule so far that uh, they look to be one of the the better teams in this league this year. I would, uh, you know, I, I would put them in the top five, six teams right now. And I know Coach Bellato has a ton of respect for Scott Cross yeah. and you know the job that. He does, and, you know, dating back to his days at UTA. And, uh, you know, I still kind of scratch my head when I think about, you know, why in the world UTA let him go. But uh, after all the success that he had. um, But Troy definitely uh, benefited from Scott Cross uh, leaving UTA and, uh, you know, eventually coming there. He's doing a really good job there. 7 o'clock on Thursday for that Mm -hmm. game in Mobile. 4 o'clock on Saturday for that game in Troy. And we'll do a couple reminders between now and then because it's a Tuesday that feels like a Monday, and I, I barely know what day it is. So. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep <laughs> up right now. We'll keep everybody on track. But since it is a Tuesday, as you mentioned, we've got a podcast to listen to between now and then. Yeah, uh, again, uh, Caleb Fields is our guest. We we kind of go in-depth with him and you know his basketball journey and uh, had a lot of good things to say about uh, just kind of the, the chemistry of this team. Uh, some of the things that he's had to overcome personally uh, that uh, he really hasn't talked about uh, publicly before. And uh, I appreciate Caleb being so candid with us because uh, it was a really good conversation. Encourage everybody to check it out. Uh, He's a special young man. And, you know, one thing that we talk about too, and I, I don't think we talk about enough, is the fact that you see all the turnover in 
collegiate athletics yeah. right now. Well, there's four guys right now that came in as the same class as Caleb. They've been here four years now with Caleb Fields, Malcolm Farrington, Avery Feltz, and Antoine Jackson. Those guys are so tight. And look, in the case of Avery and Malcolm, they still have two years of eligibility yeah. after this year. They're both fourth-year sophomores. So uh, I think that uh, it, it's it's neat because it, it's not very common right now that uh, you have four guys like that, that that have been together as long as they have. And, uh, you know, it's been neat to watch the entire uh, journey so far with Caleb Fields here at Arkansas State. And, look, he's still got a year and a half to go. So who knows what he might do. Yeah. That podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Second to none. Non-TCU bowl slate highlight for you. I think you can go back to yesterday. I mean, Tulane was pretty neat. I, I thought that was uh, – as exciting of uh, of a finish as you'll see, so you know, good for the group of five getting yep. that win in the New Year's Six bowl game. And I don't think we're that far off from seeing a Sun Belt team do the same thing. And hopefully, it's uh, our Red Wolves that are doing it sometime soon. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. If Tulane can do it, we can do it. I mean, they went two and ten last year. A turnaround is possible, without a doubt. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Stolten. Love it. We've got one more break to take. We'll do that. Come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. It's a new year, so time for a new you. Get your phone looking like new at Cell Phone Station, the home of the 20-minute iPhone screen repair. And then keep it new with any of their phone accessories that are always buy one, get one free. Drop in Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in the Highlands Shopping Center. Ask about their engraving and embroidery service. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. We love watching A-State crash the boards during basketball season. But getting into a crash while on the road is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause ALB must be found. If you're hearing this, you should be concerned about the Asian longhorn beetle, an invasive species that's destroying our trees. But you can help. Look for the signs and help stop the beetle. 
Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around. In the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB must be found. Some signs of the ALB are dime-sized holes on tree trunks, a sawdust-like material called frass, and the beetle itself, with a long black body and white spots. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around. In the trees and on the ground, cause ALB must be found. Learn all the signs and how to report them at AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. That's AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police. And nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate, and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. As an educator, Mr. Nelson's teachings are still being quoted in school. Everyone can rise above their circumstances if they are dedicated and passionate. Today, Nelson Mandela's teachings continue to inspire. Inspiration. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We have hit the home stretch on today's Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Last call on the phones at 9303776. If you could make one thing happen, speak it into existence for your team in 2023, what would it be? That is today's CavanaughCars.com question. Of course, maybe you need a new ride for 2023. Maybe just more dependable or more comfortable. CavanaughCars.com is where you can start that search. Got all of their inventory right there for you online. And then, of course, they've got everything else that you need to do to be able to drive away in your vehicle. If only you could just pick out the one you like and, and be good. Uh, but, uh, no, nah, you got to get it financed. you got to figure out what your trade-in is worth. And, uh, again, the great thing about that website is that it's all at one spot. KavanaughCars.com. Again, 9303776. Looking again at, uh, you know, any more news uh, regarding DeMar Hamlin that has came out throughout the show, and, and there's really not anything else to report since the last statement that was put out by the Bills, which was over an hour ago, um, where they stated that he spent last night in the intensive care unit and remains there today in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. The Bills uh, continue to say, quote, we're grateful and thankful for the outpouring of support we have received so far. Of course, that includes a GoFundMe that Hamlin had put together for a community toy drive several years ago. And that is now up to $4.5 million as donations continue to come in. I just hope that. Hope that he is okay, but again, just really not any status updates from 
last night. We talked earlier about, you know, how little we know. We It is a cardiac arrest event, uh, suffered cardiac arrest, but in terms of, of what caused it or anything like that, there's it's not known. It might not be known for a while. They're going to have to run a boatload of tests. But one thing that, that did stand out to me last night is just how quick and, and fantastic the response was. Uh, but, you know, that happened in, in an NFL stadium. There are always going to be medical personnel on site. There are always going to be trainers. There are always going to be people there to, you know, so that if there is an event like that, there are so many people that can address it and, and come to the aid of whoever went down. That's not going to be the case everywhere else. Um, it made it very, very abundantly clear to me personally that I have zero information or skills to be able to assist in an emergency event. So one of the things on my to-do list this morning was to come in and, and find out how to be CPR certified. Most classes that are available in Northeast Arkansas are going to be online, but I did reach out to, actually reached out to St. Bernard's today to find out how I could find, become CPR certified. And I was given a link to go through, watch some videos, and then uh, once I get that done, once I've completed that certification, I could go in after that uh, for a little bit of additional in-person training as well. So again, um, I know it is becoming more and more common for programs to have defibrillators. But, you know, if you are a coach, if you're a, a parent that goes to a lot of games, don't just settle for knowing that that equipment is there on site. Make sure you know how to use it. Make sure you're prepared for an event like this. Because, I mean, it's, it's just so scary to think about. But, but God forbid you or someone you love is caught in a situation like that and, and you get caught off guard. So that was, again, I'm, I'm going to get my CPR certification ready to go. I, I hope you all do as well. Before we sign off, you know, there was a lot made last night about, you know, the broadcast of the situation. Broadcasters put in impossible situations. Um, I have only <laughs> kind things to say about everybody who was involved in that broadcast last night, but none more so than, than Booger McFarland and Ryan Clark in how they showed the player viewpoint of the situation and how you process that, how you handle it. And I was so impressed with, with both of those guys, so impressed with Scott Van Pelt. There is no script in media for what all of those broadcasters were navigating last night. And they did it as, as well as they possibly could. On, on the flip side of that, if you're on social media, you undoubtedly saw comments from people um, that were at best tacky. And at worst, just soulless. People wanting to know why the game wasn't being played, when it was going to restart, what they were going to do from a football perspective, which was the least of anybody's worries. But I'll ask you moving forward to just stop giving those people a platform. Stop amplifying their voices. They don't care about your criticism. They don't care that you find their thoughts disgusting. They are serving one purpose, and it's to rile up other people. Stop letting them do that to you. Stop stop giving them a platform. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Tuesday again. Just a little bit out of the routine today. Uh, but we'll see if we can be a little bit more with it tomorrow. 
We want to say a big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us in studio. If you missed that conversation, of course, we'll have it for you later on today at 953theticket.com. But that's a wrap. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive. With Kate Carlton, have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio is off this week, but we'll return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day.